0: The following podcast has not been deemed safe for work, school or playing in front of your vegan aunt. If you let your children listen to this podcast, that's on you, pal. Hello and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast, the only CRS podcast this week that didn't adjust its brake bias on upload. This episode is called Back No, Back You. Tonight I'm joined by my regular host Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy.
1: G'day Jimmy. And uh, yeah, tonight we'll be covering what was a backing great
0: uh, at the Grand Prix. I, it was. It was far more entertaining than Monaco. Good lord. Yeah. I
1: could I could fall asleep and stream it and it'd be more entertaining than Monaco.
0: Yeah, yeah, honestly that was terrible. But back was restored by faith in F1 again.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was actually a close contender with the Moto GP race until the Moto GP just started being better. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I nodded off for a second there.
1: (laughs) Um, If I start breathing heavy, I'm coming to you live from an exercise bike. You'll find out why later.
0: And if I fall over and die midway through this podcast, it's because I've eaten a salad.
1: I know. What happened to you?
0: (laughs) That was poison. And um, although, yeah, I've, I've got a beer beside me now, I'm usually, I'm half cut through Rallycross, but I actually spent most of that drinking water.
1: Oh, I've turned it up to maximum resistance now. and There just there just isn't any.
0: I um, just just want to let everyone know, but this isn't your <laughs> regular podcast. This is just an <laughs> hour of Jimmy Heavy breathing.
1: <laughs> no, anyway, we should talk about the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, because it was bloody brilliant. I'd Even it qualifying wasn't... was good to watch.
0: <laughs> red flag, red flag, red flag.
1: <laughs> God, it was
0: good. The feet, like, I genuinely got worried for people being able to qualify with the red flags that were getting thrown.
1: Yeah. It was, I, uh, I'm, I have to say, I'm not quite sure ha- how Yuki Sonoda crashing caused Carlos Sainz to, to get that corner so wrong that he crashed as well. I... Yuki finished crashing ages before he got to the corner.
0: I think, Eva, he was so focused on the fact that his Ferrari was doing all right, he looked up, saw a tiny Japanese man sitting in a wall, and then just fucking shit himself. <laughs> Locked them all up and went in there full send. <laughs> it's just
1: stupid. Yeah, Danny Rick, again, he crashed out. That straw crashed out. Antonio chiefer crashed out. Yuri Tsunoda crashed out. Carlos Sainz crashed out. Everyone crashed out of Qualifier.
0: Except yeah. for Charles Leclerc, who once yeah. again has got a pole position for a red flag.
1: Do, do you know what, though? I was waiting for something to be wrong with his car.
0: I was. It, there was a little bit of me that was hoping for it. Not, not because I've got anything against the bloke. I just thought it would be funny.
1: Me too, me
0: too. But, yeah, we, we made it all the way through qualifying after what felt like an eternity's worth of red flags. <laughs> we we get to race day. I don't think... Well, actually, they'll probably backtrack a little bit. Fuck have they done to that Mercedes through practice?
1: I'd, I'd, yeah, I've I'd,
0: got yeah. nothing for it. I'd, I was watching that thinking, oh, I'm not worried, that's just... Merck and FP1 and 2 just doing something. That's fine. They're just... Whatever. Get to Q... F- or... um FP3. Oh, shit. They're right at the bottom. No, no, no.
1: no. FP3.
0: Yeah, turns out they couldn't afford it either. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because God. that car was absolute dog-end, and Lewis managed to somehow pull it just about right for qualifying but I genuinely think if everyone had got the toe they wanted to Max probably would have been on pole Oh for sure Leclerc would have been second and Lewis still would have been third No right. absolutely not Con- Congratulations to him getting getting into third place but I kind of feel like that was more through luck than it was judgment and to be fair the, the Merck did seem to have some race pace but it wasn't Red Bull race base. Not this no. week.
1: No, it wasn't. Not not at all. Um Yeah, I don't know what's happened. I mean, last week Lewis said it was a Red Bull track Azerbaijan and you know probably kinda is, but not that much.
0: Not not going for them in, in practice and it was both mercs, It wasn't like one of them was leaps and bounds ahead of the other, except for when we got to qualifying and then one was leaps and bounds ahead of the other. Yeah, which we're going to get to because, like, I've got some unpleasant yeah, again, things to say I about think, someone.
1: I think I I I doubt he would have been tenth. I think he would have been you know at least fifth or sixth if it hadn't been for that red because that red flag ruined everyone's last runs
0: Yeah, and to be fair, I, like something I did know is Lewis chose to go behind the Red Bulls.
1: He did. Absolutely, and they ran the um, much lower drag setup, which uh, through the middle sector was absolutely useless.
0: Yeah, it was Lewis was lining up behind behind Max. I think that was generally a case of because I think first run he went out behind Valteri, and I get the feeling he was too slow for him. Maybe touch you run a qualifying lap maybe. behind he. Probably won't. Well, Max is a lot quicker, so I'll follow him. Cheers, thanks, Valteri. Fuck off. Certainly go follow, go follow an Alpine. Yeah. No. It's... So yeah, we, anyway, we, we, we we had that race day. We yeah. Here we go. We get onto the race. Yep. Nothing happened. It was very boring. Nah, loads of stuff. Um, oh,
1: actually, we forgot one thing from
0: qualifying. Oh, we've got another. God, yeah, so Lando Norris. Oh, Banto Boris.
1: Yeah. he uh, When the red flag came out, he sort of asked the team if he should come into the pits. He was already committed to coming into the pits.
0: Yeah, he crossed the solid white line. And then just didn't. And it yeah. wasn't the
1: fact that he crossed the white line either. It was the fact that he accelerated. He sped
0: up afterwards, yeah. Um, yeah. A free place grid penalty, he wasn't endangering anyone on track. The accident wasn't there. Like, I know red flag is red flag, and they have to respect that to the highest degree, but Jesus, <laughs> that's harsh.
1: It was. It was pretty harsh. Because I no, think, no, um, nonetheless, it
0: McLaren
1: check off another position.
0: Well, I think M- McLaren um, actually just to bounce to the race, and then we'll bounce back in the red flag period in the race. I think it was McLaren that were on the radio to to Massy. It might have been McLaren. Was it? Someone complaining about the Williams, but I think it was McLaren. Um, they're on the radio saying so and so was speeding under red flags. What are you going to do about yep. it? And Massey just went, You were all speeding. you don't yeah. fuck off.
1: Yeah, I, I did like that. That has become my new favourite feature, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting to hear the um, team principals talking or higher ups in the team talking to because I really like the um, Red Bull one as well. Which yeah, was may- one. May- maybe maybe we should rep flag like this. Maybe we all put new tires on. Maybe
1: <laughs> well, I I don't think that was a I don't think that was a a strategy call from them. I think that was a genuine safety thing. Going look another I mean, time, to go,
0: it might. Yeah, be I, f- f- I think a safety safety thing. And like uh, to be honest, it was just after. Before um, Max's tires blew, that they were throwing up that AWS graphic where they tell you what percentage of tires everyone's got left, and it's completely made up fairy tale bullshittery. Yeah. Where they were saying, but Perez had ten percent on the rears and Lewis had twenty.
1: You're uh, telling me Sergio Perez, the best man in the world at managing his rear tires, had less grip than Lewis Hamilton?
0: AWS. No, that's all I'm saying. They're bullshit graphics. But yeah, they were saying, but he, he had 10, Lewis had 20, Max's tyre blows, and then Red Bull asked for, may, maybe we should, red flag, let everyone come in and change it. Which, to be fair, right, cool, because you've had two tyres yeah. randomly blow on some of the fastest bits of the race drag. Like, like Max a lot and Stroll were say. lucky.
1: Yeah, like a lot of people have said, if it happens once, it's a freak accident. If it happens twice, there's something wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So anyway, we should actually get into describing the race.
0: The start of the race. how, how That went alright for some people. If yeah, if, your name was Ser- if your name was Sergio Perez, you're making this number two driver thing look like a fucking breeze. Alex Alvon yeah. cries into his blanket. <laughs>
1: You know who else got a fantastic start Italian Jesus he made up five positions on that one
0: that's bloody good going
1: yeah fucking Italian Jesus just channeling his inner Italian Moses and parting the Red Sea of Cheese
0: well, that hair had to count for something eventually to be fair, actually Jim, he's driving a lot better these days
1: he is. He absolutely is. Lando Norris got a, a less than stellar start, and he ended up just in front of Daniel Ricciardo, which all of a sudden is becoming an insult. And I don't, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't know what's happening. If you're in front of Daniel Ricciardo, you're just like just in front of a Williams. It's...
0: Having a really shit year. It's the same thing that happened. He's, figured, he's not having the shitest he is. And everyone keeps talking about it, but he has scored some decent points this season.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I get that. I, I I get that the teams use that, or how many points we scored as a team to show they're getting better. A lot of that isn't Ricardo. A lot of that's Lando getting on the podium, finishing fourth, finishing fourth. You know, being up there like right up at the pointy end. Ricardo is just scrapping for the last couple of points.
0: As Daniel Ricciardo is, he's, he's a talented driver. Um, even Norris has said, but that McLaren, he can't drive it the way he wants to drive it. He's had to learn, learn his way around it. Yeah, which is something obviously Ricardo is trying to do. And look at Ricardo when you first went to Renault, like, he couldn't get that fucking thing to stop to save his life. Yeah, and then it blew up constantly. So, excuse me. But we've, yes. okay, I get, yeah, you kind of hashed this one out earlier as well. Valtteri Bottas with the um, best start he ever. Start. He, it's, he, he, didn't, died. It's... he didn't drop last stone. He just stayed tenth. In fact, I think actually oh, sorry, on the first go. first lap he was got the... to ninth and then he went back to tenth.
1: it was the restart after stroll that he dropped down to like thirteenth, fourteenth.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was the I restart.
1: Think I think he ended up in front of the Williams and the Haas, and that was it in a Mercedes. Yeah,
0: yeah no, and the fact that well, on on the whole overtaking thing, and is it doable at Baku? Yes, oh, yes
1: it is.
0: Yes, it was Everywhere. very, it was very doable, Everywhere. especially when you're in a Mercedes. Lewis overtook a Ferrari, which is as it stands now is the third best car on the grid according to points. Ooh. According to points, you're looking at yeah. the Renault or the Ferrari. No, oh, not I was Renault. Um, say sorry, McLaren. McLaren. Yeah, the McLaren. Yeah, or the I was Ferrari. Say is the the fir- McLaren. But you, there's a car that's taken pole two Grand Prix in a row.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I still wouldn't give them that that third best car slot just yet. I think McLaren. Are they're, still
0: they're they're a third or, car. they're third or fourth. Either way, Lewis managed to pass the Ferrari. Max obviously cruised past it. Valtteri, I think at one point in that one or two got up into ninth, yeah, and then was immediately re overtaken and sat in tenth for forever. Yeah, just like Perez proved, and obviously clearly on this day on this track, that Red Bull was working better than the Mercedes. I'm not it's saying ridiculous. I'm not saying it's the better car. I've fucking bored of that argument. Oh, it's the car and who's got the better car now. Fuck that. I, On that day, I think, that Red Bull was quicker.
1: I think over the course of the season, the those cars will end up being exactly equal. Yeah, the the cars themselves are equal as it stands and then the track preference dictates who's going to win out of them.
0: Yeah. And it's going to ebb and flow for the rest of the year. Yeah. That that Red Bull really seems to like locked in city spaces that the the air is confined to that area. If yeah. that makes sense. When they end up at a track that's a bit more open, it seems to struggle a bit more. And Mercury so saying
1: what you're saying is Paul Ricard, they're gonna struggle.
0: I don't think they're gonna I think they're gonna struggle a bit more, especially with tire life. There's a lot of very long corners at Paul Ricard that I think the Red Bull's gonna suffer with. Yeah. It's um, certainly possible. But Either way, that doesn't excuse the fact that valtry fuck, are you doing?
1: Uh, he's gone. He's gone. He's yeah, just,
0: uh, it's he's not got to drive no next season. He's
1: keeping that seat because um, I think the radio message at the end. He goes, "I'd just like to point out, I finished ahead of Lewis."
0: Cool. that's a bold statement, isn't it?
1: That's <laughs> fact.
0: Say it might be factual, and we'll get on to the Lewis thing later, and I think everyone that listens to this podcast at this point knows I'm fucking Hanfosey, but I have some fucking questions about that bullshittery.
1: <laughs> oh, man, the best moment of my weekend, that. Um, anyway, let's continue on with the race. We had...
0: I'm sorry if that's the best moment of your weekend. You had a shit weekend.
1: <laughs> no, I had a fucking great weekend. I was dancing, kissing babies. It was great. That fucking when he messed up turn one. I was so happy. Um I'd... anyway, back <laughs> to the actual race <laughs> before you have a chance to say anything. Yeah, yeah, back back to the race. Race. there was race. a race.
0: I've got some stuff to say about Marzipan as well.
1: Nothing nothing really happened. And then Lance Stroll's tire exploded. Uh, it just exploded. Absolutely. There was there was something do. happening
0: before that. And that was, was it, Sebastian Vettel was, oh. was just driving around on soft tyres. Just, fuck it. I'm here.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, just kept going. Tires didn't explode. Cle- clearly a much better driver than Lance Stroll. He blew his up. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Stroll was on the heart. It's fucking awful, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a, and then the Mercedes pit stop as well, and people are blaming the team. Oh, you gave him such a slow pit stop. He,
0: oh, he had to wait for gasoline Oh yeah, the light was red. The team couldn't release him. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, it's an unsafe release.
1: Have, <laughs> Why are sure people it's, arguing that? It shows sure the level of intelligence of of Hamilton fans.
0: Hang on, I'm a Hamilton fan, and even I worked out. Light red, my no go. My
1: point stands. Exactly. <laughs> exhibit A. Um, And then other people are saying that Red Bull fucked over Sergio Perez on their pit stop. Oh, yeah. Because they did Max in, on, in 1.9 seconds and they did Sergio in like four. Do, do you ever wonder where these conspiracy theories come from? Hamilton fans. No, no I don't think they are.
0: Like, clearly there's some Red Bull one coming in there. It's... And to be fair, between, and the, uh, there's one F1 meme group that I'm on on Facebook. Is that Trollmula1? No, no, not not troll me. one right. it, it can't be as vile as the one I'm on. Good God. And again, I'm a fucking Hamilton fan. And there are some Hamilton fans on there that need to shut the f up, get back in their box and piss off.
1: Oh, I'm gonna Jesus Christ! To
0: that, and, uh, my hands together. <laughs> the thing is, no, because again, there's some there's Max Verstappen fans and all that on there. So it's it's I like genuinely every so often a funny meme pops up in there, and I'm like, we'll take that. I've thought about leaving it so many times just because it's vile. I'm I'm going to need an invite to that, oh, and
1: then you uh, and they're going to take down all the fans.
0: I will send you an invite, but just the sheer level of tea in it is is beyond me, and the borderline casual racism as well is is ridiculous.
1: What do you mean, borderline casual racism?
0: Just, uh, stuff that kind of sits just around the edge.
1: Like any examples?
0: Or... I just. I'll try and find one from earlier and send it to you, but it's one of those things that just, just sits just enough in the grey area that they could defend it. But you right. kind of look at it and go, mm, you're defending it, but it, I'm pretty sure that's come from a place of hate there. Right. But they can't prove it. It's not outright sort of saying that's wrong. A lot of it, and a lot of it's um something that's happening around English football at the moment, around people taking the knee. Oh,
1: taking a knee, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and obviously people sort of pointing out the fact of saying, well, I don't want this in my sport. It's like, well, racism is in your sport. So... Yeah,
1: I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to garner a lot of hate for this. I think politics and sport should be separate. I think Absolutely, take, take to I your would, social media. I will say... Take to social take, media and promote on, Jimmy,
0: whatever Jimmy, you want. Jimmy, taking a knee is not political.
1: I think it is, though.
0: Nah, it's not political. That's that's equality over hate. That's not yeah, political. It's a
1: political statement, whether you like it or not. It's a political statement.
0: I don't be taking a knee is. I think that's just equality. That's just... A group of people seeking equality. Okay,
1: what, why are they taking the knee?
0: As as a stance for equality to say, but currently how it as is is not good against... enough. It's not a political group. it's, it's
1: Racist. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a it's a stance against, against racism. racism. Yeah, it's a stance against racism, and racism is a political issue. Thereby taking a knee as Race- a political statement. Racism
0: isn't a political issue. Kind of is though. No, racism is a colour issue. It's nothing it's not political. Are you saying
1: are you saying the colour are you saying there's an issue with being colour?
0: No, no, I didn't say that. You know I didn't say that. You (laughs) You said said it's a colour issue. No, I'm saying that's what racism (laughs) is. It's it's having (laughs) an issue with the colour of someone's skin. It's not having an issue with their political views. They have the same political views as you, but you look at them differently because of the colour of their skin. It's not a political thing. It's sadly a skin colour thing.
1: Yeah. Anyway, know. this got this got I don't deep. think I don't I don't think anyone agrees with my political stance. Just bomb do you, do you everything.
0: Not, do you not the really funny... thing? start over? <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'll push a big red button that kills us all tomorrow. The animals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give it to the backs of the animals. But, They're much better than we are.
1: Save the cats, save the dogs, bomb everything else.
0: Yep, I'm fine with that. Interestingly, though, one of our listeners has vastly oh. different political views to me, and I don't think he knows it. Is it vegetarianism? No, no. It's not vegetarianism. I'm going to leave it at that. But like, we we have the same opinion on things of race and equality and everything, oh, but politically, you
1: talking about completely different. I think I know exactly who you're talking about, and I think that person knows too. Maybe. Oh,
0: do they? Oh, man, we could have a whole thing about this. Anyway, we need to get back on the race and off politics and race and everything.
1: Yes, um, the tires exploding. Number one, it's not Pirelli's fault. I don't care what anyone says. There's a million things it could have been, but it's not Pirelli's fault.
0: Uh, also, F1 specified it, and I imagine, because obviously yeah. last um as a bonjour grand prix they we used the set of tires that were harder than the ones we used this year i imagine <laughs> probably were well, told if... they lasted too long use the ones yep. softer yep. go a okay. step
1: down the, that would have been an fia mandate and the tire specification itself for the entire series is an fia mandate teams Plus...
0: agreed it. teams all agreed these tires they have not exploded this set of tires until this race This is not the Silverstone 2013 tyres or the race that happened after that where they were all exploding. This is not that set of tyres, and people really seem to be confusing this.
1: Yeah, everyone's blaming Pirelli, but it's not Pirelli. It could have been debris. It could have been – it's the FIA mandates the tyre tells Pirelli exactly how to make the tyre, what they want it to do, how long they want it to last. And I want to throw out another theory that no one's covered.
0: Oh, I have another theory as well that no one's covered. You go first, though.
1: Does everyone remember sort of, lap three or four when Sergio or Max cut the inside of Turn 15 to avoid a tree branch?
0: There was a tree, which leads to my theory, actually, but keep going with yours.
1: I think possibly remnants of a tree may have cut the tyre because Mercedes pulled the tyres off of Lewis Hamilton's car. I noticed that there were severe cuts in the sidewall of that as well.
0: Right, so I'm following on from your debris. Now, Azerbaijan had, and I think they were dropping nuts all over the track and bits of branch because they don't like the noise of the cars. And it's actually squirrels. It's not Pirelli.
1: So my theory actually makes a bit of sense. Your yeah, theory
0: so... is just some, well, how the. How did the branch get there?
1: It fell off S- and tree. The wind <laughs> or squirrels. <laughs> squirrels. Fine. Squirrels did that. Squirrels did nine eleven.
0: Yes. Squirrel. <laughs> you get so political tonight, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking squ- squirrels hate rich rich boys that dad's brought F one teams or people that quite frankly have definitely stolen. <laughs> Squirrel, squirrels, they hate infidelity.
1: Well, hang on, hang on. If if you're talking about Kelly PK, the squirrels would have to take out half the fucking grid. That's <laughs> the bulkmate to garage too.
0: The squirrels can only go with the evidence that they've seen, not not the pictures getting passed around. <laughs> I'd just like to add, for legal purposes, I have no evidence to back up what I just said. And I regret it. It's not <laughs> slander if I regret it.
1: It reminds me of a Simpsons episode where they're all fire, uh, like they're all um, firemen, and they go into Mr. Burns's match, and Mo goes, it ain't stealing if you take it best.
0: <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's so, just yeah. like that. Anyway,
1: squirrels caused yeah, both squirrels, the door squirrels. Squirrels caused
0: this. Yeah, squirrels hate Christian Horner. <laughs> Infidelity.
1: To be fair, everyone hates him, Christian. <laughs> Although, I think people are starting to hate Toto Wolf. I used to like Toto Wolf. I used to think he was an all right bloke. Even that he, even though he had Hamilton working for him. You remember after Monaco, we covered the fact that Mercedes or Toto in particular was blaming Valtteri Bottas for the pit stop he should not, And I've seen pictures. He stopped like possibly three or four centimetres short of his mark.
0: Just very quickly, not on, enough
1: to make that much of a difference.
0: On on the whole, your thing of but Toto hates Bottas. He's not giving them any reason not to at the moment. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, look,
1: I get that, but there is clearly some blatant and utter favouritism beyond the point of bullshit. Like Mercedes oh, abso- is almost abso- becoming abso- the new Red Bull.
0: A- Absolutely, because... well, if they sack Bottas mid-season, spot on.
1: Yeah, but it was Hamilton's mistake that caused him to run wide. It was completely Hamilton's mistake, and he, oh, even are, he we, are we that. are we
0: are we getting onto that yet, or are we gonna not, say just not, not just yet? Not just yet. yet. <sighs> but
1: all you need to know is it's completely and utterly Hamilton's mistake that it happened, right? It just is. And Total Wolf came out in the media afterwards and said, "Oh, no worries, no stress. Things like that happen." But he put Bottas over the coals for, what, possibly stopping three or four centimetres short?
0: Yeah, it's... Like, I I spent most of that race hammering Bottas because, you know what? <laughs> I guarantee you, the Sergio Perez as it was to Bottas, we need you up there in this yeah. fight. Because... Jesus oh, Christ did Jesus, Jesus
1: Christ, did Perez come through?
0: For the first race ever, we've got to see what two Red Bulls do against one Mercedes, which was the Mercedes had no option. They could overcut him. They could undercut him. There, there was nothing. But like the Red Bull pit crew came out into the pits. Mercedes automatically swung Lewis in. And yeah. Red Bull walked back in and went, how does that feel? Because you've been doing that for the last four years straight to everyone else.
1: I know I'm liking it. Sergio has finally learnt the car. I, I, I do. I, I, I don't. Fight I, on our
0: I don't want to say he's learnt the car yet. I don't want to say he one. He's he's had one he's, absolutely stonking race. I don't want to put that pressure on him.
1: But he's been getting better. He's been getting progressively better every race. I think Abs- he's finally learnt it. I'm going to put my balls on the line. Oh, I'm going to say brave. he's finally learnt the car.
0: Like I've, I fully think he's he's definitely doing better than, um. Well, Everyone I think Gaz, I think Gasly <laughs> could have used a little more time. Clearly, Gasly's definitely got some underlying talent there that wasn't utilized at Red Bull. Um, Albon, yeah. fuck off! No, I, I, I just don't what think he was ever.
1: Albon as... Albin had talent too. he Like. <laughs> Got some fantastic results in the Rosso.
0: Yeah, he just looks too sad permanently to really have an F1 car, though. So off he fucks to DTM. <laughs> That's not racist. Half the pictures of him were looking sad. Sad look on someone's face is not racist. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but there still. I don't want to sit there and go, Sergio's learned the car for the next race to come through and he's got issues. I think he's a phenomenal F1 driver that's been let down by team after team after team. Um,
1: yeah.
0: like I, Sal, we shouldn't only, have let him go when they did. He was phenomenal. McLaren just gave him one season. Perform,
1: yeah. But he didn't perform in that season, but yeah. It did. <laughs> he was a and much then,
0: younger driver in his first season. Absolutely. F1 teams are now just going. Now nah, you've got one year to learn a car you've never driven before and be up there with your teammate. We we now want you to be up there with, and that was Jensen that year. We'd spent the last three years, four years in the McLaren. I thought it was Lewis. No, he was partnered with Jensen. Lewis left. He um, was fucked off to oh, yeah. It's
1: 2013.
0: Um, what was I going to say? Uh... I don't. I don't know. We we. I think we were. We'll be we blasting Bottas for being.
1: Yeah. No, 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 I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna put what's what little is left of my reputation on the line and say Perez has, has learnt the car. He might have a bad race here or there, but I think he's going to be up there where Red Bull need him to be.
0: Is of true fair consistently. He's, he's just about been up there where Red Bull needs him to be. It's yeah. I. I just don't think he's quite there there yet, but he's definitely by two more races. Yeah.
1: He's, he's he's doing the job that he was sort of brought in to do, which was to be that rear gunner for Max, and God was he in that race.
0: Oh yeah, and the the point Max's tire fails, he was still he was then the red ball that needed to perform. And he did and, he did. and we're going to get to that part in a minute, because I, I also have a yep. comment about that. I, um, I just
1: Before we move on to that, I just want to say, at that point, it looked like a very secure Red Bull 1-2. Oh, God, Hamilton yeah. He
0: looked defeated. Uh, Lewis couldn't get anywhere near him in the middle sector, yeah. which meant he wasn't close enough in sector, three. sector Perez, three. Perez had Lewis's number at that point. He went, I know exactly where I need to be quick to be quicker than him. And,
1: and that would have been a red bull 1 2.
0: Yes. Yeah, and abs- that would have been absolutely.
1: Sergio Perez exceeding what he needed to do.
0: I don't think it was exceeding, that was exactly what Red Bull needed him to do. That two at come behind one behind Max, please. Yeah. But yeah, um, anyway, we've got to here because Toto's being a cant. <laughs>
1: anyway let's move on to the best part of the race the best part of my weekend hell probably one of the best moments this year
0: uh, not the best part for me but i'm not giving i'm not even defending that wheel to wheel battles have they that has that muck been in between mercedes 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 ferrari mercedes red bull this year like, fuck me. How many times does Max have to push you to the edge of a fucking racetrack and it turns out you don't twat the instant 90% fucking diff to the front, you yeah, fucking I... spanner. <laughs> <laughs> the end of m as we know it. Like, for fuck's sake. Like, the, it's never happened before. This is clearly not a thing. And in the video replays, it shows Lewis steer slightly towards Sergio who holds his line straight, and then Lewis apparently just goes, lah! and pokes a fucking <laughs> button. <laughs> what the fuck is up
1: with that? But, but what, what, that, what that ended up with, what that result was, and I posted it in the Discord because it made me so happy. Lewis Hamilton finished a race with no mechanical issues, no accidents. And was beaten by Nikita Mazapin.
0: Oh, I can't argue those facts. Yeah, also, I will say. Staffen,
1: hasn't even happened to Bottas or Perez or any of the front runners. I do. To I
0: do also want to add that is now a benchmark record because that cool. is. Lewis has now finished outside the points, which has now ended or set the new record for consecutive points finishes. It was um, like 2016 or something, wasn't it? It was Malaysia. When his car Oh, yeah. Up. Malaysia 2016. No, because he didn't
1: finish that race.
0: Yes, that's a no points finish.
1: Oh, right, right, right. No, uh, oh, it was 2013, the last time he finished a race, but wasn't in the points.
0: Oh, was it? Was it 2013. Okay. Yeah. But still, yeah, so that that's cool. That's, that's done. He's had an incredible run of points finishes. Um, I just don't get that. Like, uh... <laughs> how do you... He's been in battles with people to and fro over, like, just casually overtaking a back marker. Apparently, you should have pressed that button every time. Yeah. If it's that easy on a restart to press, what the fuck was going on there? Which leads me to my fucking Mercedes theory that. And especially Martin Brundle, hey, who so apparently... Sorry. What, what?
1: Oh, no, I just burped. I'm really sorry.
0: Oh, okay. Well... No, nah, you all enjoy it. Yeah, my my Mercedes theory, everyone likes to sit there and bang on about how Mercedes is just this winning machine. They're completely unfoundable, except for they have maybe a race or two every season. Generally just the one that just seems to go up Shits Creek for some strange reason. But other than that, they're Pokemon the...
1: 2019, second year 2020.
0: Yeah, they're they're the best thing since sliced bread there has ever happened to motor racing. They're just a winning machine. No, they're not. They have had the best car for the last six years. That's you can't argue that. Yes, they've won everything. But the only times they've had any competition is the 2018 Ferrari, which wasn't enough to actually give them some competition.
1: And was completely illegal.
0: No, the 19 one was completely illegal.
1: Are you sure the 18 wasn't illegal? They just
0: didn't check it? I imagine it was a little bit illegal. And then the 19 one was the one that was absolutely, definitely illegal. But... Mercedes knew that car was illegal from maybe the first couple of races. It was me burping. Sorry, apologies to everyone. It probably wasn't us. But Merck knew that, and so did so did Red Bull. And they knew that car was going to get fucking slapped across the face mid-season, and they weren't going to get to run that illegal power unit anymore. So competition gone. This is the first year Mercedes have really had any sort of competition and fight. Yeah. Yeah. And the last two races has fallen apart. It has gone
1: quite wrong.
0: Like Bottas missed his mark by five centimeters or so. Shearer will. Not
1: enough to be... It wasn't Bottas' fault. I don't care what anyone says.
0: Merck have become so complacent with their greatness... That now they've actually got a title fight. They're not infallible. They're not unbeatable. They're very much beatable. And that is Toto coming starts. across. De- Toto's desk is going to get a fucking beating like Susie Wolf.
1: Oh, hang Good on. Lord. Hey. Jesus
0: Christ. Hey, I. 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 I, 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 I... He might be on the way. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Anyway, let's move it on. There's one more thing I want to cover in the F1, but this is dragging on quite a bit. we have got a lot Ooh, to get well, through.
0: Hang on very quickly. Nikita Mazepin, fucking disappointment.
1: He is, absolutely. and nearly what, what, took out Mick Brumacher twice on the last lap. The one
0: was thing a, I do Was want a to minute cover... behind Mick before yeah. the restart.
1: Yeah, and nearly killed him. Uh, no. The one last thing I do want to cover is, have we found out what happened to Sergio Perez's car? Because he crossed uh, the line...
0: Hydraulic got around
1: issue. turn one and then pulled over.
0: Right, yeah. okay. It was a hy- hydraulic issue that he had been nursing um, for a good portion of the race.
1: Oh, okay. So he was nursing a car and was still ahead of Hamilton.
0: Yes, yeah. That was the Red Bull's dominance in the middle sector. Um, yeah, I don't know where the hydraulic issue was affecting the car, but apparently, yes, had a hydraulic issue. had been nursing, hence why i get across the line and turn the fucking thing off.
1: Because, yeah, there was panic in his race engineer's voice when he was saying, stop the car. It's like, oh, my God, stop the fucking car or it's going to explode.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it was a hydraulic issue. um, And also, I'd like to say with the whole Lewis and the button pressing and the 90% brake bias, this is all research done by other people. I just read their hard work.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Now... We're going to move it on to MotoGP because once again it was an absolutely fantastic race, but not in the usual way.
0: Well, the, the usual Moto way GP they drive cars
1: are fantastic.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you idiot! So it was a brilliant race, but not in the usual way. There weren't overtakes everywhere. I mean, there was one section where two riders. that uh, was at Catalunya, so that everyone knows where we are. It was at Barcelona.
0: Which is so, a terrible track, and they all... So what? Well, so there was an overtake. One guy lent slightly more than someone else, and he managed to lean his way to an apex? No, you're a moron. So
1: a bike got past at turn one, like fully passed, not still side by side, fully passed and in front. Then the bike he passed overtook him back at turn three. Again, fully in front, and then he thought, No, I'm not having that. And then, just in the middle of turn three, overtook him again. So, within three corners, there were three different overtakes. If that ever happens in Formula One, I'll run through the streets naked. Um, but the, it wasn't, it wasn't a brilliant like two
0: cars side by side for three corners.
1: No, 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 not side by side. One gets in front of the other. Who re overtakes it at the next corner, gets in front, and then who re- overtakes it and gets in front again?
0: Oh, okay. I just want to clarify the rule. Side. I just want to clarify the rules of you running naked.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't an overtaking like party. Obviously, more overtakes than over one. Over it's. it's um,
0: I'm. Well. I'm. not even going to rip the piss into the bikes on this one. It's fucking Catalonia. Like, <laughs> there's not a lot of overtaking places there. No.
1: And. Also, because the bikes are much better, they use the old layout with no stupid chicane at the end.
0: That, that um, makes it infinitesimally better.
1: Yeah, they they did use the chicane for two years because a guy called Louis Salom passed away when a mechanic forgotten to forgot to tie it. Uh, forgot to tighten one of the bolts on the front suspension fork. It was either the front suspension fork or what's called the stabilizer.
0: That doesn't sound like the corner's fault.
1: No, it wasn't the corner's fault. But they wanted to slow it down slightly. I don't know what that did, but then they realised how stupid it was and went back to the old layout. How would you? Hey, how would you feel if you were that mechanic?
0: God, oh, terrible. Yeah, just uh, just just the worst. I would have blamed yeah. the corner for it. it was, yeah, it, it just it...
1: it just let go. They forgot to tighten the bolt on it when he put force into it to start a qualifying lap. It just let go.
0: If I was that mechanic, um, I, I would have blamed the corner.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> the second thing is, I've, I want to explain what a stabiliser on a bike is because it possibly might have been a stabiliser. I can't Ah, was, That's, was, that's the two wheels the stabilizer.
0: that stick off the... Back bits so you don't fall no, over.
1: No, not training wheels you fuck with. No, it's called
0: stabilizers um, in the UK. So I know what you mean. I'll explain it to the viewer or the guys listening. No. Right. So he forgot stabilizer- to tighten the bit and he leant over too much and bad stuff happened and then they had to reprofile the entire corner because it's then a bit silly. I've explained it, Jimmy. Don't worry.
1: No, a stabilizer sits on the handlebars and it's an air compressor that stops the violent shaking of the handlebar.
0: I mean a speed wobble?
1: Pretty much, yeah. It stops that. It it doesn't stop it, it reduces it. So that as you're flying down the straight, it doesn't rip your hand off. And it's equipped to a lot of modern road bikes as well. It looks like it looks like what the top of your screen door looks like, that sort of little hiss thing that that slows fucking, it shutting down.
0: Fucking
1: are you talking to oh fuck that might just be an australian <laughs> thing anyway catalonia was brilliant we'll, we'll um, move it on as quickly as possible because it was a battle of what every bike was good at so the ducatis <laughs> they <fully> have... over. <laughs> so the ducatis have incredible straight line speed but to make up the rest of the lap they have to push really hard but you have to conserve your tires So you have to go through the corners harder than anybody else, but also find a way to conserve your tires. That's not easy. The Yamahas, brilliant through the corners. They have a thing called edge grip, and their edge grip is supreme. They turn in corners better than anybody else. Slow as dog shit on the straights. Suzuki is really, really good at looking after its tires, but doesn't have outright raw pace. So at the start of the races, they usually get dropped and then somehow find a way to get back into it with extended tire life. Then you've got the Ducati and the Aprilia. Sorry, not the Ducati, the KTM and the Aprilia, which sort of have a little bit of both. They're better at cornering than the Ducati, but not quite as fast in a straight line. And they're not as good in the corners as the Yamaha, but they're better in a straight line. So they're sort of an all-rounder that isn't particularly brilliant. So for most of the race, we had um, seven different teams and six different manufacturers in the top seven. You don't get that in Formula One, no matter
0: what happens. Uh, no, because they're um, like, generally speaking, a lot of the drivers have decent teammates, so you tend to end up with two of each in the top. I don't know what you're trying to argue here. It just means they've got one good rider and then a shit one.
1: No, that's, that's more room that's in that. The... It it's it's extremely competitive because it, it, it's it's just well balanced. It's it's not like a homologation thing or ballast like the BTCC but the there's No, way it's the just a limited amount of work. stuff
0: you can put on a bike. Like the moment someone turns up with a big fucking wing, they go, No, you can't have that. They did. They did. And they outlawed
1: them because they were dangerous. Yeah, exactly. It's the only technology technological advancement to come onto bikes that spin outlawed. It's not like X Wings or the F duct or a double diffuser or a blown diffuser or
0: I would you know what? I fucking ground love effect to, or I'd fucking love to see the person that gets ground effects on those fucking bikes or a fucking Oh, they F-duct. Actually
1: have, they have a little bit of ground effect. If you look on the back of the Ducati, just where the rear wheel sits, there's two flaps that come down either side, and it sort of kind of imitates ground effect.
0: Would that not be a diffuser?
1: It might be, but it's in front of the rear wheel, so it wouldn't be a diffuser, would it?
0: No, it still counts as a diffuser because it's on the bodywork. It doesn't need to be, okay. a, real piece, but it'd be a diffuser, well, not ground effects. It's diffuser, then. It's ground effect. It's got to be a Venturi tunnel.
1: Euroventuri Tunnel.
0: Anyway. Fun.
1: Catalonia. Give good suck. (laughs) Catalonia. Brilliant. Go watch it, please, because it's just a fantastic race. It wasn't the most overtake heavy race, but it was just a brilliant almost strategy battle, but with the riders on track and not people telling them what to do and when to come in and all of that.
0: On the other hand, if you want to watch something that was genuinely good, um, Nurburgring 24 major? Hours was on. Um, that was foggy. I didn't say it. It's alright, they, they didn't even manage to race for 24 hours. It was the shortest race on record. I'm actually driving because of all the red flags. <laughs>
1: it's oh, just I was like... going to say, how the fuck do you have the shortest 24-hour event in <laughs> That's no, no, it's... 24 hours?
0: It was it was twenty four hours long, but they did not do twenty four hours worth of driving because they um there was a lot of bad weather and they just went out. Oh, fuck it, anyone can drive these things around here. Literally, Jimmy, me, and you could have turned up and got a fucking drive that weekend.
1: Hey, hey, hey! One of us, only one of us, has a Nurburgring twenty four hour win.
0: That that is undeniably true. Should we talk just, about uh, Hidden Gems? How did that go? We haven't talked about that No,
1: let's, let's not talk about Hidden Gems. Uh, okay. Although we do have to give a shout-out to Stezza. Ah, Stezza's... Uh, won
0: the Spec Series. So slightly less fuck you, Stezza.
1: Slightly less fuck you, Stezza. Congratulations, mate. I think that's his first championship.
0: I think he actually joins a... Because I think this is his first full season as well in the championship. Because yeah. I think he joined... The ACC League, a slightly, well, we're, we're yeah. a few races in. So and he he missed,
1: the, he missed a couple of rounds, a hidden jam too. So I think that was his first full season.
0: Yeah. So he, um, I think he joins uh, an elite group of drivers which have won their first full season at CRS.
1: Let me guess, the '98 T's. <laughs> Who won that? Some knob.
0: Kevin Malone also won his first full full season.
1: Yeah, he did, but that's, yeah. that's not surprising.
0: Yeah, um, we don't talk about that one.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> let's, just, let's just leave it at that before yes. I start listening all my endurance race wins. Um,
0: You've only got actually, another one. To
1: be, fair, to be to be fair, you helped me get one of those. Which one did I help you get? Donington 6-hour. You, me, and I think
0: Rob—not
1: Rob—was you, me, and someone else. I can't remember. We won the Regal Six Hours at Donington.
0: Oh yeah, fucking! Oh yeah, we did. I can't believe we got one that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Donington Six him. Hour,
1: Fuji Six Hour, Le Mans Twenty Four Hour, Nurburgring Twenty Four Hour, Indy Five Hundred, and come Friday, Monaco GP because <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm only letting in people slower than me
0: and uh, now we know the secrets of Jimmy's victories
1: <laughs> so yes uh, that is the thing as well we should advertise that Monaco full Monaco GP project cars to Formula A cars
0: Have are terrible
1: be full damage. probably not because I kind of want people to finish although I could just murder everyone into turn one and get my front wing repaired and win the race
0: yeah, that's always an option.
1: It's definitely an option. Um, so yeah, that's happening Friday, 6.30pm BST. Another thing we have to get through pretty quickly is week two of the CRS Weight Loss 8 Week Challenge.
0: Yeah, that's a thing. I
1: want to get through this nice and quickly. So the top three in third place is myself. Lost half a kilo It's some percentage. Not happy with that. Anything less than a kilo at my weight is is a failure. DC Gunner is in second place. He lost 0. 0.7 of a kilo.
0: And now so again, I know he's... why you're on the running machine. Or the, yeah. the pedal machine.
1: Yeah. He uh, so he lost 0. 0.7 of a kilo. So that's a first and a second place for DC Gunner. And uh, in first place is some knob.
0: Oh, Bellend.
1: Yeah, absolute. Absolute knob. Uh, no, in first place is Ed. I believe he lost... Two point three kilos or 3 point—I don't know—he lost some kilos. To be fair, more than think,
0: everyone else. I think that might be slightly because the week before I weighed you myself weighed at in, 9. yeah. Whereas this time, I did it in the morning, like you said, and I looked at it and went, "Oh, look at me!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I looked down. And I was—I like, I can see my dick now. So, so
1: that's because it's because you're an idiot that you won. <laughs> Woohoo! So I look forward to. I look forward to next week when it was uh, when it's more even.
0: <laughs> you you wait. I'm going to take a shit before I weigh myself next week.
1: <laughs> I'm just going to not eat the day before. <laughs> <laughs> two, can, two can play that game, motherfucker. <laughs> What's, um, that feel?
0: What's that? What's that thing where they pump a load of water up your arsehole and then you just poop it back colonic. out? I'm going to fucking colonic myself. I'm going to bear grills.
1: Yeah. Although, actually, do you remember?
0: Do you remember the Biggest Loser? Well, that, that, I I remember it's a TV show, but it wasn't something I yeah.
1: watch. So there was there was a scandal there that people sort of people who knew they had really good weeks, or had immunity or something, they would smash a whole bunch of water before they weighed it, so that their stomachs were full. They get sort of reasonable or poor results, but then the next week when they didn't have immunity or they didn't have such a good week, they wouldn't be full of water.
0: I'm not saying it was my game plan, but I am saying you've just unveiled something.
1: Oh. You an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, last thing that we have to get through because this is bordering on an hour already.
0: I feel like we've missed Uh, some stuff, but we'll have to cover that next week.
1: I'm more than happy to miss some stuff. I'm I'm more than happy to come back to it, but there's certain things we have to get to.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm just saying I'm sure this... I can't think of what it is, but I'm sure this stuff we have missed.
1: Yeah. So it's uh Jimmy's people of the week on the road who can get fucked. This oh, week, they can get fucked. This week is the people who can get the most fucked. It's people who don't get out of the way of emergency vehicles.
0: I've seen that this week.
1: I like... it just oh, it fucking riles me up so much. I, oh, I I've... I'm so angry right now, even just talking about it. Get out of the fucking way. You know they're coming. You can hear them. You can see them. Everyone Uh, else is doing it. And then you sit there, plodding along at fucking, I don't know, 30 mile an hour in your own little world, singing to your gay tunes. Just fucking get out of the way. It's not
0: difficult. I watched one of them (laughs) a few weeks back and, like, It's not excusable, but they were a learner driver that covered in L plates and everyone had let this ambulance go by and it's sitting up behind this learner driver, fucking sirens, lights, the works. And I'm fairly sure whoever was sitting next to that learner was sitting there going, Yeah, "Yeah, keep going, don't worry. We'll find a place to pull over and then that that'll be safe. No, it would have been far quicker if you just moved the fuck out of the way.
1: Yeah, so, let so them whoever, go past. Whoever was in the passenger seat, take the fucking license away. Take it, cut it up, burn it, and then eat the ashes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just they, they, fucking... they were the problem because clearly there, there was a learner shitting themselves, going, "What do I do?" And the simplest thing would have yeah. been whack Get on out your the indicator. Start slowing down and move as far over to the left as you can and just let them fucking through. Don't carry on until you find a fucking lay-by. Someone's dying.
1: Yeah, also, in, in addition, I'm going to add on other people that can get fucked. It's people that know this is happening. They've already gotten out of the way. They're in the left lane. They see you coming into the left lane. There is a gap, and then they decide they don't want there to be a gap anymore.
0: Oh, also, the people that follow the ambulance through.
1: Yes, I've seen that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, those people can get fucked as well.
1: So, basically, anyone who messes with emergency vehicles on the road can get
0: fucked. Yeah, I'm glad we've got... Good. I've I've thought of one of these the other day because it happened to me, and I've forgotten what it was now, but I'm glad you brought that one up.
1: Yeah, Uh, there is one more group of people who can get fucked that aren't necessarily on the road, but I encountered Nuns. this a couple of hours ago. No, they can't. That's There's a, there's like a rule <laughs> against that. that. That can't happen. Is um, it squirrels? No. It's not. <laughs> I, I saw this a couple of hours ago, and it's my one of my absolute pet peeves. My girlfriend doesn't understand it, but I just hate it more than most other things. It's people who don't Put shopping trolleys back in the return bays. They just leave them, there. Oh especially my. when they're oh like <laughs> within 10 to 12 meters of the return bay and they just fucking leave it. I was at a shopping center, right, where most of the cars had gone because all the shops were closing except the main grocery stores. And there was the shopping trolley return bay. And then in the middle of the bays of car parking, there was an entire line of trolleys that people just couldn't be asked putting away. And it drives me
0: the fucking wall do you know what you you and my wife sam because there's two sams in this scenario um yeah you you she goes fucking ballistic if someone doesn't take a fucking trolley back and she gets even worse when the trolley return bay because over here in the uk i don't know if you guys have it but we have two different sized trolleys yeah
1: yeah we do we do too it's yeah um, let me guess where this is going if someone gets a big trolley and puts it in the small trolley bay, or vice versa, yeah,
0: just just where you get the trolley return bays and they're like dotted in the car park, and people just push their trolley in and leave it. They don't put it in there neatly to make the yeah. guy that has the, to come around and collect all the trolleys up doesn't have to fucking yeah. sift through them all. And also, when you put them in there neatly, you'll get sort of twenty odd trolleys in there. But when people just throw them in, you'll get, you'll get about five. six. Yeah, five, five yeah. or six because they're a fucking mess. Like she, she has like I've, I tend to take the trolley back myself because if not, we spend a good sort of five extra minutes sat there while she's reorganising a trolley bay. Oh, just man, so to
1: be mental. How fucking hard is it? How lazy do you have to be to not or, lazy or inconsiderate or both? I don't. I. It drives me up the wall. <laughs> it really does. I, I, it's so simple. And I should specify that at my first job, I worked at a place called Toys R Us. It's an American joint. I'm not sure if they're in England.
0: Oh, no, we have Toys R Us.
1: I, part of my job was to go out and collect the trolleys. And I would find them everywhere. I'd find them upside down on fire hydrants. I'd find them, I don't know, tied to the pillars that, like fucking put the car park in. I it drives me mental.
0: yep people are assholes, and there's no excuse for it. If you are one of those people that do that, Go fuck, fuck yourself. off. Yeah, stop listening to this podcast. We don't want to fuck you. I'd rather have you not listen to the podcast.
1: I'd yeah, I'd rather. I yeah. I if you sent us money, i would fucking send it back because I hate you as a person.
0: Speaking of which, if send you us money. That. If if you put a trolley back correctly. Send us money.
1: Oh, I, I'm actually angry. I'm actually mad because that makes me so unreasonably angry when people don't put their shopping trolleys back.
0: That's just gonna make um Sam so happy when I tell her about this.
1: Yeah, she's gonna agree with me.
0: <laughs> I agree with you. She's about to fucking send you money.
1: Yay! I finally get paid <laughs> from this shit. <laughs> Oh So dear, it won't we'll be a lot. That, we'll add that segment on the end, so there will be Jimmy's people on the road who can get fucked, and then Jimmy's general people who can get fucked.
0: Yeah, tr- People that don't put trolleys back, like literally, my wife, like it, it upsets me. It upsets Sam even more, which then means it becomes more of an issue for me. Yeah. So you, you guys can go fuck yourselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that's. Uh... Pretty much it, is there anything we've forgotten about that you've remembered
0: Ah, uh, d- no, I think it was mainly back you based stuff and mainly about me just shouting at people for being incompetent yeah. and um oh, well, yeah, so wins a race
1: yeah, oh we forgot about uh, last week we asked the question if anyone's left Ferrari on good terms, and the only person our viewers could come up with was Gerhard Berger,
0: yeah, the potential um I will add he left with. Definitely less hair than he started with, so whether it was on good terms, we'll never know.
1: Yeah, so so in Ferrari's or oh, at least 70-year history in Formula One, one person, one driver is left on good terms. Yes. That's not good. That's not no. good.
0: <laughs> no, but if, to be fair, if we go through our... Um... Red Bull's history of drivers are left on good terms.
1: Vettel left on good terms. <laughs> did he though? I think he did. Coulthard retired. I
0: was—I was, I was going to say the only one I could think of was Coulthard.
1: Vettel left on reasonably good terms. I mean, Horner might have been a little bitter, but Vettel <laughs> was certainly
0: happy. On that <laughs> I think Vettel left with two fingers up in the air, going. I'm off to Ferrari, bitches. And shortly followed by the please take me back, bitches.
1: I think Verstappen's going to leave on good terms.
0: I think Verstappen's going to leave on bad terms. You reckon? Yep. Yep, because I think he is as much of an obnoxious little shit as I think he is and I think he will probably win one or two championships with Red Bull.
1: I didn't want to mention this, but there's a quote from Max that if Lewis said it, I would rip into him. I didn't want to mention it, but oh, was this the if we up,
0: if I was in his car, or... he'd be three tenths a lap
1: faster. Yes,
0: yeah. If Lewis had said that about Max, you'd rip into him.
1: Yeah, it's certainly not ideal.
0: It's obnoxious.
1: Not it's, it's
0: Max. He, I... he seems he seems like a dick. He's a massive dick, but most racing drivers are because they've spent their entire lives being told you're the best at something. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you're uh, always going to be cocky, uh, unless your name's Daniel Ricardo. I can
1: go Daniel Ricardo, Lando Norris. I mean, George Russell could be a dick at times. Oh the no, I've heard, I've,
0: I've heard him. I've heard George Russell be a dick. that the, yeah. the, they're all groomed to be. You are the best. So why wouldn't they believe that?
1: Yeah, hang on. Let's let's go through the drivers that possibly aren't dicks.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to start the Latifi, back of the grid?
1: <laughs> Latifi doesn't sound like a dick.
0: George Russell's a dick. I, I, he, sound, I he sounds nice, okay. but no, he sounds nice. I imagine he's all right to get a point with, but at the same time, he's a dick. Just because yeah. I bet he unfailingly thinks he's the fastest guy on the grid.
1: Yeah, Mazepin's a dick. Sex offender. That. Yeah. Uh, Mick Schumacher, he doesn't seem like a dick. He and his engineer. Um,
0: sorry, his race engineer is. Uh, to, to be fair, actually, in in Schumacher's credit, the first thing he asked at the end of the race, where did Vettel finish?
1: Yeah, P two. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So I uh, think Mick. I think Mick's not like his dad. I think Mick is actually a genuinely half decent human
0: being. I think I think Mick's gonna have to get ruthless.
1: Yeah, Alonso a dick. Oh, O'Conn's massive! A dick. Yep. Lando Norris isn't a dick.
0: I don't think Lando Norris actually knows how to be a dick. Uh, he's been a it's, dick to Danny Rick actually. No, he's been a dick to Danny. When? Uh, he basically said, well, "I'm not going to fucking tell him how to drive the car. That's his his issue."
1: That's just being competitive. That's not being a
0: dick. It's basically the same thing by our standards right now.
1: Really. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo is definitely not a dick.
0: Yeah, clearly not. Great guy. Had a point with him any day of the week.
1: Yeah, Sergio Perez isn't a dick.
0: Uh, No, no, he did try and save everyone's job at Force India. I'll give you that one.
1: Yeah, and still got shafted and still said nice things about the team.
0: Yep, Um, I think that might be out of respect for the mechanics and stuff as opposed to the higher-ups.
1: Lance Stroll's A little bit of a dick.
0: I think he's too stupid to be a dick. I mean, it's too stupid. I mean, it's too stupid to be a dick. I don't think he understands what being a dick is.
1: Vettel used to be a dick, but he's not so much anymore.
0: No, even I used to be a massive go fuck yourself Vettel, but he seems to have just become actually a genuinely nice guy. Yeah.
1: Uh, Charles Leclerc can be a dick, but I've also just seen the story about him and his dad.
0: That kid's been through a lot. Like he has a lot.
1: He absolutely has. I, 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 think he could be a dick, only because he's Ferrari's golden boy at the moment.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think. I Sons mean, again, he seems dick. like
1: a genuinely nice, nice guy. Well, yeah, no, signs not a dick.
0: He's been punched in the dick by Daniel Ricciardo. I've seen that.
1: He has. <laughs> he has. I think. <laughs> Because he gets along with Lando, we can't really think of him being as a, as being a dick. Yeah. Um, um, Valtteri's I, too nice to be a dick.
0: I don't think Valtteri understands what being a dick is. And even if you turned around and sort of and said everyone on the grid's a dick, he'd be the worst dick.
1: Yeah, is um, a dick, but he's a fine
0: dick. Because <laughs> Rekkanen does not give a shit about his dick.
1: He doesn't. Uh, Giovanazzi, I really don't know. I don't know. He's too forgettable.
0: It's Jesus. It's
1: Jesus. Yuki Sonoda's a dick. <laughs>
0: Do you know what the fun thing with Yuki Sonoda is? They always say, but in, if if you're learning a language of like not properly for a course or anything, you're just learning it through spoken words from general people or people you're around. You'll always learn swear words first. Yeah. Which is why Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> Just only no swear words, because you guarantee the only way he learned English was off English open-seater mechanics.
1: Yeah. Pierre Gasly seems like be, he can be a dick. <laughs>
0: he's a dick. He's a dick.
1: Yeah, he does seem like he's a dick. Uh And that's almost everyone except for the biggest dick of them all. <laughs>
0: Lewis is dick.
1: Lewis is absolutely a dick. He is the most dick. Of the entire F1 paddock, that includes nah. Christian, that includes nah, Toto, Woods. I I, I wouldn't go that, that includes far. Max Mosley.
0: <laughs> oh, 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 thou shalt not that, sully the dead.
1: That that includes Bernie <laughs> Eccleston. That includes Chase Carey. No, nah, you're Lewis going. Who nah. is the biggest dick in all of F1? No, nah,
0: I don't think you've. I don't think you're being quite fair on that one.
1: I think I'm being a hundred percent fair. I think I think at some point biggest knob that travels with the FIA.
0: We we need to have a proper sit down discussion at some point on this podcast about why exactly you think he's a dick.
1: He just is a
0: dick. It's not tonight. We're we're seventy minutes in.
1: Yeah, we should wrap this up very quickly. (laughs) Lewis is a dick. Good night. Give us money.
0: (laughs) All right. Good night, everyone. Cheers. I don't think Lewis is a dick. Oh, he's a dick, but he's not as much of a dick as Jimmy says. Because Jimmy's a Lewis dick.
1: He's a dick. Post. He's... Po- give me, give me some more arguments. I've got plenty. But if you, if you think Lewis is a dick, post why you think he's a dick in the CRS comments.
0: Also, if you if you think Lewis is less of a dick than Max Mosley, the Nazi. I mean, I didn't say that. Um, we're definitely getting sued. Um, feel free to also post post that. <laughs>
1: Oh, right. I forgot one more. Martin Brundle's a dick.
0: Oh, my. No, I actually have a story about Martin Brundle. Um, I have I can one, sum up too. Very quickly. Uh, one of the guys that I used used to work for me at the shop I used to run, um, back in the day, worked for Brundles um, and for Martin Brundle. Um, they were getting rid of a load of his old race helmets. Oh,
1: I think you um, and I have the same story.
0: This guy asked him if he could If he could have one, Um, because at this point he was driving an F1. It would have been really great. It's one of his previous helmets, not an F1 helmet, but just asked him if he could have one. He turned around, said um, no, and made him knock nails through all the helmets and throw them in the furnace to make sure he couldn't take one. Martin Brundle is a massive dick.
1: Now that we've got that covered... Almost, I'd say 30% of F1 drivers aren't dicks.
0: I'd say maybe 20.
1: Yeah, All right. Now that we've got that covered, please give us money. Please comment why Lewis Hamilton is a dick in the CRS podcast. That's our interactive uh, viewer poll for the week.
0: Um, Or why um, Lewis isn't as bad as Max Mosley and Jimmy might have gone over the top with that one.
1: No, Jimmy is perfectly reasonable. (laughs) Anyway, good night. Give us money.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. Do do that.